that's where we're going. Back in your lives, in your ears, and in your face. Welcome to another episode of Papa Jesus. I don't know what happened there, but you know, I came on screen and, and here we are. So welcome to episode 99 of Papa Jesus. <laughs> that deserves a drink, drink, drink when art comes on. Um, but yeah, before we get into anything, obviously, as you know, it always does us a world of good if you subscribe to Papa G's house. And if you want to check updates for when uh, live episodes are going to be airing and when re pre-recorded interviews and stuff with bands and artists and all the wonderful people around that, that we get to talk to, um, check out at Papa G's house everywhere on social media. Also, um, audio streaming platforms. We need to push that more. We need to push that more. I keep on being told, push the audio platform. So Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. You'll find Papa G's house there. We are updating on the regular straight after the live shows and along with the uploads. So, uh, you know, contact us and uh, let us know what you think. This is also a live episode. So if you're in the live chat, come say what's up. It's always good to to have some people in the chat so uh, thanks for joining if you are here and uh yeah it's gonna be a fun show a little bit of a shorter one we we had a we released an episode with uh luke and jesse of dream demon on monday and uh people seem to love it so go check that out we released that on monday morning at 10 a.m so it's up there on the channel for your viewing pleasure and or listening pleasure but thank you so much for joining the show Without further ado, let's get into it. Let's chat to the man that used to be in the chat, the man who is now on the decks, our trusty producer, Art Pereira. You need a drink, brother. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! <laughs> drink, drink, drink! All right, as we do, whenever we make some sort of mistake in the live shows, we, uh, we punish ourselves. So that's drink, drink, drink. Welcome to the show, my brother. How are you doing? How's your week been? I know you got the keys to the house. I'm interested. What's happening? <laughs> hey well listen from me to you you've always got a spot here if you're ever in a in a in, a, in need for a for a place to to stay while you're sorting stuff up but um yeah but i'm, I'm pretty sure that everything's gonna be fine yeah it would be fine if i had my mic on so oh my oh, word shit. <laughs> oh shit drink 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 okay so Fucking basically hell. art was saying that he he was uh hoping that he's not going to end up in the cardboard box um, through yeah. this house sale. And that that's uh, that's where it ended, basically. And I said, everything's going to be fine. But yeah, everything's going to be fine, man. I'm excited for you. And yeah, um, picked up the keys on, uh, what is it, uh, Monday? Yeah, it's so, Wednesday today. Yeah, so I picked up the keys on Monday. Uh, we're going to go check it out. Found a few things that needs to be fixed, like, immediately that i didn't spot before <laughs> but uh yeah it's all it's all good i mean like nice. there's there's some damp in the garage but that's because there's a tap right outside yeah but when are you not gonna get something there's got there's no, always oh. gonna be something i mean surely before you went into you were like you know there's gonna be something i mean nothing is ever as smooth as you anticipated yeah i know that's a lesson yeah. for you folks <laughs> it's just it's never gonna go as 
exactly as it planned if not if you, if it does you're absolutely fortunate and lucky but it very seldom goes um extremely well but yeah. uh you yeah now it's the case of um a really really complicated game of tetris of having to try and fit everything into that place <laughs> <laughs> what well, i mean you're going into a bigger place though isn't it no, it's it's about the same size as Carolyn's, but mm-hmm. um, at Carolyn's place, I don't have my stuff. What's up, Cameron North? Sick. Thanks for coming. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna have to try and um, fit my stuff and her stuff into that place. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's no. Like... I mean, it, that's always a ball act, dude. It is always yeah. the worst thing ever to move. That's why I've stayed in the same place for so long and I've refused to go anyway because I'm like, nah, bro, when I moved in here, there was a, it was a mental investment. And then eventually I was like, I want to keep the place. Yeah. Um, I, moving is not, not my, my forte at all. I can't stand yeah, I've, moving around. I've done moving a few times, but luckily they weren't big at the time. You know, they weren't big moves. Uh, I moved myself from um Durbanville to Kirstenhof by doing about seven or eight trips using my car just grabbing everything because I didn't have any like big stuff that was mine so I just you know did that that sucked anus but at <laughs> least but at least um I can do a slow moving I don't have to rush to get it done so this weekend we're getting we're going to be cleaning the place I got a guy on Monday coming in to properly clean the Roman blinds and the curtains that are in there because uh, they came with the place and they're quite nice, but I don't want to go get new stuff. So I want to keep them. So I'm getting it professionally cleaned um, and then buy some storage shelves and a new toilet seat and then start moving in our stuff. That's sick, dude. Slowly. And, and yeah. listen, listen, bro, as soon as it, and, and I'm booked for next week, Thursday, we got that second vax coming. Uh, as soon oh, as you, you're in and settle, we must we'll definitely get together and have a couple of drinks and uh, break the place in. Um, Absolutely. It'll be cool, man. It, it's going to be sick. I mean, listen, we've got an episode 100 coming up next week. We have ideas of what we're going to do. But um, I don't know if we should just err on the side of caution and wait for us to be completely vaccinated. We, I mean, I guess we'll have that conversation off air. But um, it's been racking my brain, bro. I've been losing sleep over it, you know. We said we would bring the content. We're bringing the content. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with uh, uh, Dream Demon. But uh, I'm looking forward to some more of those, man. It was really um, it was really cool. A couple of people reached out to me, said it was a rad episode. Seems they like the, the morning uploads. Yeah, the morning uploads are always cool. And um, at least this is a way that we can actually get that sorted out. So this, I'm pretty chuffed with that. That's pretty cool. Hey, but let's not also discount the amount of fun that we do in these live episodes. I mean, I don't want to, we need to keep these things going. I mean, you said to me, oh no, we can do the interviews and upload them, but let's still have a live show where we we like to call it a flapping gums episode between you and me. (laughs) I'm so glad that you took on that phrase. I I love it, dude. Or or gum flap, gum flap for short. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think it's awesome. So uh, Flapping Gums episodes will never die. And I hope you guys joy, enjoy and uh, get us in the, in the live chat and uh, email us all the shit that, that you want us to see. That's, that's not going to happen in these remote episodes. But as soon as we're back in studio, we're going to see all, we're going to do all the deep dives and, and stuff like that. So it's going to be fun. But 
I mean, first thing is also like I had a bit of a rough week last last week. I was feeling a little bit down and out and unhealthy, you know, because mm. I used to work out all the time back in the day, and I just slipped into this un not unhealthy because I don't eat badly. Um, I actually don't eat enough, but I, you know, enjoy a good alcoholic beverage, and also. I haven't been exercising. So I decided um, on Sunday, I was feeling terrible on Sunday, but it was the worst Sunday ever. Um, also, because there was no Formula One. I mean, let's be honest. Um, speaking of that, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the Formula One and, and all the cancelled races uh, later yeah. on in the show. But um, I've been feeling shit. So I said to myself, I am going to start tomorrow. On Monday, I went for a three and a half K run. Had to stop and walk halfway. But then today, I gave myself a rest yesterday. And then today, I went for that same exact length run, 3.5K. And I didn't stop once. And uh, I'm feeling sore everywhere. Everywhere, from, from head to toe. But I can't tell you how pumped I feel. It's, it's the mm -hmm. amazing what a little bit of exercise. I mean, listen, I died on Monday. Today was a little bit easier. The weather was cooler. I mean, it was pissing down with rain this morning, but like they're like bucketing down with rain. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just, I was saying, please clear just for 30 minutes so I can go get this run in because now I'm going every second day. I'm doing that same run until it gets easy and then I'm going to make it longer. And that's what I'm going to do. Motivation. Motivation. Dude, if you keep that going, holy shit, man, you're going to be fitter than a yeah. nun on a you know, alcohol <laughs> yeah. binge for sure i mean look look uh, uh, i always used to think like when i didn't used to work out on on it when i was like really into it i was like if i skipped a day i would feel ill it would feel so i'm trying to get addicted to that feeling again and it, it'll be cool it'll be cool but yeah um, man I, we tried we tried something i can't do running because of my leg Mm -hmm. I can't do running, but uh, tried doing push-ups every morning and night and planking and stuff, and it just kind of like, just kind of like fizzled out. The, yeah. the discipline kind of ended. <laughs> <laughs> the discipline, but uh, discipline. yeah, that's why I said I'm gonna go out and run. I'm gonna run because I remember when I was at my fittest and when I was working out the best and yeah. when I really got the most out of my weight training sessions and stuff is when I was running consistently and um because the cardio really helps you in in the weight room as well and and the push-ups and the sit-ups if you're doing stuff at home so uh i've kicked my ass into gear and you're gonna see quite a transformation the next three months if i keep this shit together um well you're gonna see not a to transformation when i finally move in and i'm gonna have like no fat on me from just sheer starvation moving shit <laughs> and starvation yeah all the, ex all the exercise from the moving stuff and then just uh, going, I, I, you know. Eh, eh. But yeah, dude. Yeah. Anyway, you'll survive. I'll survive. Yeah, it's going to be I'll fun. Be I, I'm sore and it's a good sore. But um, I'm thirsty and you got a very interesting beer for us to taste this week. So this is a little segment we like to call Beer of the Week. All right. So because you were so kind to pick us up this, these beers, um, Mr. Pereira. Um, <laughs> How do I do this? So take it away. Well, um, I was at uh, Tops and uh, 
to get something for a celebration of picking up the keys of the place. And then I saw these beers in the fridge and I went like, those are the beers for this week. And it is a, seems to be a imported Belgian beer. This is 8% volume and it is called De Pus. <laughs> yes. So if you don't see the logos of a cat, um, of a geometric cat style. Um, so yes. So yeah. YouTube can't actually um, bleep us out or whatever, because I don't think this is on YouTube's red Puss for... is kitty for, for, <laughs> okay. We're going to stop saying that. Um, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. In the bottle. And it also, jeez, dude, 8% volume. Are you joking? Can't go wrong with 8%. It's a world beer challenge winner. Whoa. Gold medal in 2019. And then bronze as in the world. What? Beer challenge gold and beer awards bronze. Whoa. This smells um, very hoppy. Okay. Smells well, let's uh, give it a bash. Prost, my friend. Mm. Wow. Jesus. That is good. That is right down my alley, dude. Wow. Wow. It's got like a wine vibe to it. It's got like a, almost like a vice kind of effect to it. Just Yo. trying to see. Oh, we, we, got a, wow. we got another comment from Cameron here saying, um, did that during the first level four prevents me from becoming 400 kilos. <laughs> dude. It's a real problem. I promise you. It's a real problem. Um, well, thanks for Cameron for sticking around, man. Um, if you ain't subscribed, hit a subscribe, brother. Um, yeah, but it's wow. uh, woo. I mean, it also gives you a thick aftertaste, man. This 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 tastes like thickened water. Well, woo. it's got the texture of like thickened water. It's almost like cool. a oily it's like an oily kind it's of very thick thing, it's it even kind of like sticks to your palate even mm. and the, at your avula or what's your uv, uvula something like that you know that thing yeah. at the back of blah, 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 blah. i don't know i'm not a gynecologist i'm not supposed to fucking know um this <laughs> it's got nothing to do with that bro <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah this is very heavy i don't think i could have more than one of these none Nowhere near. I'm trying to finish it as fast as possible because so it doesn't get warm. Because this is also a beer that you can't drink if it's not absolutely bitterly cold. Yeah. But I yeah. like it. I well, like it. And the it's, name oh, gets let's a not point. forget let's not forget the beer um I mean the alcohol volume. Eight mm. percent alcohol once again. You've come through with two eight percenters in the last couple of uh, weeks, eh? Yeah, it's, I think it was the double dragon. There was almost eight. like a theme going. Insane. Yes, this is this is insane. It tastes really good, but I don't know if I can have like more it's than one. It's almost like I keep wanting to go, keep wanting to go back, but I need to be careful. I've already drank half the freaking thing because it's... I'm actually struggling to drink this like quickly. <sighs> yes, it's like drinking the... bread. All right, verdict. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, hello. <laughs> hello there. What's happening? Okay. What's your rating there, buddy? Okay. On the Mike Cubic scale that was created in Michalisburg in 1983. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what, what? What? It's true. Is he from No. Uh, listen, listen. Fact of fiction. He looks like it. I can't confirm nor deny. So that's that's I'll ask his mom that's later. the truth of the Mike Kubik scale created yeah. in Michalisburg in 1983. Um, I'll ask his mom later. Oi, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't I think I heard something you said mom but I just I couldn't catch it but because I was concentrating on the label but uh, uh, catch it. Don't don't catch, catch it. Catch it. Yeah. The uh, puss. Um uh, yeah, so on the Mike Kubik scale of one to five, as we, if if you guys are new um, in the chat and and, yeah. and on the episodes, what we do is we take the my cubic scale as one to five each, and then we add that score out of ten, and then at the end, I think we're gonna do it at the end of the year, hey? Yeah, we'll do a roundup. All yeah, we'll do a roundup, and then we'll put out a post on our top ranked beers from one to ten. Obviously, art being five, me being uh, five. And uh, we'll get a, a general percentage and see where our favorite beers rank. At the moment, the loser, the big loser, is Watermelon Sour High with a, a terrible score. But I can't remember what the exact score is. But I'm going to give this one. Was it? Was it a, was it a one? So it it's a, a two one. out of ten. It was a Holy one. Holy shit. So I'm going to give this. Look, we're not going to judge a beer on how many you can drink. We're going to judge no. it beyond how that beer tastes, how that beer is. Because, you know, some people just have one beer. I mean, a lot of people will have this beer and be sorted for the night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it could, and it's really full. It, it might take a long time to drink. But then again, for my, in my taste, the longer a beer like that um, stays in your hand, the warmer it gets and the more hard it is to to bring it down so i'm going to give this i was blown away because it was bitterly cold in the beginning i'm going to give it a four four out of five four i was going to give it three and a half so that's pretty good yeah no i'm going to give it a four because i really liked the first sip the first sip was brilliant there we go james mack james mclaughlin my good friend from many yeah. many many years um welcome to the show my man uh yeah so the puss is four to five on my side you got a three and a half so that is a solid seven and a half out of ten that's a good score that's a, a bloody the puss good score <laughs> no that that's that's good that's good it's very heavy it's it's like um, people that's the name of the beer don't stress yeah it's the puss <laughs> yeah <laughs> you said that with such <laughs> conviction man come on man let's keep it together um, yeah, yeah so what is next on our agenda uh, mr pereira uh, what you got for me this week have you got anything for me no nothing no nothing you didn't pull anything out of the archives no 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 nothing out of the archives but um since this uh, what you got for me is turning into like what we watched on tv i'll tell you something we did watch 
it was this um, Nicolas Cage movie that we had to download because we couldn't find it on any streaming services or okay. purchase available. So I was like, shit, I really want to watch this. So we so like a so like a, a B grade uh, Nicolas Cage movie. <clears throat> it I think it was yeah, but it is actually really fucking good, and it's called Mandy, and it was released in twenty seventeen. Yeah, it is awesome it's basically like it's it's a revenge movie but violent like super violent and it deals with uh there's there's a um a, like a religious cult in there and okay. these these uh biker guys which are like like indestructible but they just <laughs> they took bad lsd <laughs> and they it's fucked them up for life so they are like almost like indestructible and almost like you know demonish but they just so high on lsd that it, it won't like wear off but it's it's awesome mandy so so give it. me a meets meets like terminator meets oh geez man it it because that sounded like a um uh what was this las vegas leaving las vegas meets something i would say it's it's like um Meets Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets um, Mad Max and meets a 70s psychedelic movie, like a 60s, 70s psychedelic movie. So it's, and it's, yeah, it's hard to, dude, it's so hard to explain. You have to see, can, it's, can, it's can like you... the movie is on LSD. Can you maybe send me the title and stuff so I can check it? Because another thing, yes. you know, when I said I'm going to change my my outlook and, and do the exercise and all that kind of stuff. So I need to find better routines in the evening as well. So what I've started doing now, instead of, you know, putting on the music and cooking and having a glass of whiskey or whatever the case may yeah. be. Now I cook my food, have something to eat and I'll put on a movie. Yeah. I still struggle to get through movies. I still fall asleep and have to m maybe watch a little bit uh, of the rest a little bit later. But I watched um, Army of the Dead yesterday. Oh, yeah. And it, it was a new Netflix movie. Have you seen it? Yeah, what, I actually wanted to know what you thought about it. Because my dad has got the best review for that movie. Okay. Bar, uh, considering the fact that I watched Mortal Kombat the day before, because that was the first movie I'd watched in four ever forever yeah. i haven't watched a movie literally in maybe just over two years yeah uh so mortal kombat was the first one i watched then i watched army of the dead and i was like this is a vast improvement um because <laughs> <laughs> i mean listen yeah. i you know i also i don't like it when people review movies and that now you've already got a preconceived idea of what others what someone else what else what someone else thinks of it and listen i know you reviewed a thousand movies on art not dead art's not dead but uh but you did mostly the comic book movies right yeah most of the shit stuff yeah <clears throat> no no i mean listen i'm also going to go through all the marvel and dc movies just to because when i talk I, mean, I talk to a lot of people who are marvel dc star wars all that lord of the rings fans like these cult classics and i'm just going i have nothing to add so the only way i can add something is by watching the franchise yeah how's that beer repeats going you bro <laughs> yeah. 
that's amazing it's is it is it hitting you with the with the um repeating on you i'm i'm feeling it it's, it's not as it's not as bad as post ingestion uh belching as the last one we had but you see it's also got those things at the bottom of a beer that i don't like but i guess you're gonna get that with every craft beer but um anyway i watch army of the dead i thoroughly enjoyed it really enjoyed it jeez i seriously enjoyed uh the girl uh what was her name jesus she was something spectacular she is gorgeous yeah. um do you know who are I'm talking talk, about? The man. Talking about, are you talking his about his daughter? The, the one character's daughter. Oh, fuck, yes, I yes, uh, Batista's daughter. Yeah, I hated her. Yeah, but her she character was character was the worst. Yeah, look, I mean, she she wasn't necessarily your favorite character, but wow, she was a pleasure to look at. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm going to be straight on, straight up. I mean, was she, where's she from? Hawaii um, or it's yeah. She, I mean, wow, she she's very striking but i thought batista's acting was great i thought he was fine i mean besides yeah. the sad scenes i thought it was a bit weird when he was dying he was like just moving too much and like looking way too um uh with it yeah. but you know i mean i thought the movie was great dude i thought it was excellent really i really enjoyed it yeah i, I digged it i enjoyed the I, experience and you, my only critique was two hours and almost three hours long Oh, that's what happens when you, when a director is left to make oh, what he wants. But I don't also I don't, I don't want to give spoilers. That's why mm -hmm. I don't want to yeah. talk about my main gripes because my main gripes are with the storyline, and I don't want the listeners to be like, "Oh, I haven't seen that yet, you asshole." Yeah, no, it, yeah. For me, there was loads of storyline uh, issues for me. Um, I thought it was okay. My dad's review of that movie is the best, though. Says so like. It's like, oh, the favorite part was the Elvis music. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. There was a big Elvis um, bloody montage. It, yeah, uh, says, well, yeah, it was Las Vegas. Best, it's the set best in thing Las about Vegas. that movie was the Elvis music. <laughs> that was it. Mm. <laughs> I thought the costumes were good. I mean, listen, um, the main zombie chick, the one who got her. Oh, you see, now we're getting, we're getting. Can, is it out for long enough for us to critique it? I mean, listen, let's let's give a little disclaimer. If you want spoilers, check out and come back a little bit later in the show. Now, the one, have we got that clear? Can I? Is that cool? Yeah. Do you think spoilers? Can, yeah, spoilers. The the zombie who gets her um, head cut off by that miff dude. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Um, I mean. The, just the, the way they like jump from the car to the floor and they've got this like whole pose i mean like yeah. you could have changed that a little bit you know yeah that, that, that was that so cliche was zombie and then yeah i hated that it, i didn't really i had to turn it down every time because also have you noticed with netflix this the sound effects are so much louder than the people talking way louder dude it sucks i really <laughs> yes. like well out. that's a that's a that's a solid four out of ten <laughs> on the the richter scale or the brichter scale burp richter scale this has hit me yeah there we go so every single time you burp i'm gonna i'm gonna rate you on the brichter scale <laughs> i think all the <laughs> i think all the burps are gone 
<coughs> yeah, but I, mean, I thought I you mean, were mocking my laugh there for a second. <laughs> no, because I do that every now and again. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. All right. that's that's me laughing because this has hit me. Yeah, it would seem that way. <laughs> but um, what what I was gonna say is is it was a cool movie. I enjoyed the experience, and like I did with Mortal Kombat, I think it was just executed better than say Mortal Kombat was, but I really dig the storyline and some of the scenes in Mortal Kombat. It was really nostalgic and I'm going to watch it again for sure. Yeah, there was elements. Kano was the best. There was elements in army of the dead. That was, uh, I don't think was needed, but, um, five, you know, that, um, you know, that, the the uh, um, um, uh, the uh shit Tignataro who played the helicopter pilot you know that um she was filmed she was added in the movie after the fact are you talking about dawn of the dead now i mean yes. uh, army of the dead yes yes the she one who said if you said in... two million my life's no. misery two million <laughs> when do i start no, she, she was added in after the fact because it was um another actor I'm going to find his name. Uh, Chris, Chris Delia. Chris Delia. Oh, cause he got canceled. Yeah. Cause he got canceled. He, he, she was put in, in his, she was, re, he was replaced with her after the fact. And she was replaced. She replaced part, him. You couldn't even tell. Yeah. Look, was it Delia? Did he actually shoot it? Yeah. He shot all of the stuff already. And then like after, he would have been so that, much better in that role as the helicopter pilot that. Yeah. No, I, he would have been awesome. No, I think he would have been rad. But I, I love the fact that they, um, that they listen. Controversy him. aside, I, I think he's a yeah. great comedian. I think he's awesome. Yeah, but I thought it was really funny because of the stuff that he got cancelled for. That they replaced him with a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's Hollywood, eh? Welcome, welcome to the times, brother. Because at the end of the day, nothing ever came of it. And now he's counter suing the 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 person who. Um, who, who who put up those posts canceled. and shared yeah because yeah, at, at the end of the day it was all legal yeah none I mean, of them like were she... underage they were just a lot younger than him they they none of them were underage yeah and also they lied to him by saying that they were over age even if they weren't at the time no he they weren't like, that's the yeah, thing yeah they weren't underage it was weird um he got cancelled just for being a bit of a creep sexually essentially yeah. i mean he did it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. I mean, I'm not, the, the thing is if there would have been, there would have been something by now, if, if there was, if he was like a, a proper look at Harvey Weinstein, he's in the, he's in court and he's fighting real allegations. These are messages on DM between a male and a female. Um, I've, I've gone deep into it because I was a big fan of him before. And then I, I was like, I was like, nah, fuck him. He he's not worthy of my, you know, clicks and blah blah blah. So I didn't watch because I also I don't stand for that. Let's get that straight. Yeah. But then after a while, he comes back and stuff like that. And same with Brian Callen is that these were all allegations, merely allegations. Brian Callen's back doing what he's doing, and so is Crystalia in a very smaller capacity. They've they've really suffered badly in their careers, but then maybe they were just a bit creepy said said some maybe weird things because they're celebrities and can get away with it sometimes 
<laughs> Bill Burr's got the best thing about celebrities getting away with oh, stuff. Using Bill Burr's the best. You know? You know? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> I, I can't do a Bill Burr. There's a great guy who does um, an impression of Bill Burr. Yes, this thing's hit me, bro. This thing has hit me. It has, eh? Like, holy it's, shit. Yeah, it's completely hit me. I feel, I feel it's almost, you know, when, when we hit the first lockdown, um yeah and south africa for people listening out of south africa because i went through the analytics 68 percent of listeners are in the united states i don't know about what go look at you've got the details to the analytics and all that kind of stuff go check the breakdown dude i wonder if it's all vpn stuff possibly possibly this is this is i'd never thought about that i never thought about that but um it says 68% United States. So that might be VPNs, people, you know, just connecting to to an American network so they can get the American Netflix kind of thing. Yeah, like Kevin who goes on to Wiffy to watch, or Yiffy, whatever it is, to watch movies on the down low. Probably oh, well, it's VPN. not very much on the down low now, is it? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> watch your tongue, boy. Um, Sorry, Kevin, it wasn't anyway. me. Yeah, illicit streams. Um, I don't do any of that, by the way. But um, just, just, just uh, for the record. But holy crap, this yeah, this thing is. It's remember I was saying in the beginning of lockdown, South Africa had a prohibition. There was no beer sold. Anything what you had in your cupboard was all you had for a, just over a month or under a month. Yeah, and um, he was practicing paradiddles on monday and now he's balancing beer on his cap um <laughs> but um yeah fuck that completely <laughs> screwed my train of thought jeez these beers are strong oh yes when when i made the pineapple beer the pineapple beer was this is how i feel after one glass of pineapple beer after one of yours shit i should have had one of those no it was it was not a good feeling you, you know those videos where you see um, animals eating like fermented fruit and the way they fall over and stuff like that, yeah. you completely lose your legs after like two <laughs> glasses, dude. It's crazy. That's, that's what I was like. I'm never doing that ever again because you lose your legs those, after like two drinks. I remember those, those live streams, <clears throat> which was just like updates. Ooh, thank of goodness that's over. Pineapple beer production was great. <laughs> oh yes, I said it's not bubbling, and it was supposed to be bubbling a week later. It's not bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. <laughs> but um, yeah, fizzy, fizzy, bubbly. It did, and then it did, it did send me down the river a couple of times. But yeah. um, dude, you got any sport? Any... Yeah, no, not not sport. Music stuff. Is there any music stuff happening? That you dude, yes, yes, hundred percent. I obviously because now I've started running. So I've got a little yeah. bit more time to check out music. Um, and obviously when in a, in a cardio or training scenario, you want to listen to something that amps you up, dude, I've been listening to both runs. I listened to the whole villain album by Attila and I only realized yesterday that they've got a new album out. Um, listen, Attila's not for everybody, but damn, they can bring the energy, dude. Um, They've got a new album out. I just want to be sure. So I'm just going to pull it up here on my, on my Spotify. Oh, um, Spotify. Such, such a rad band, dude. I know they're, 
have some very questionable lyrics from time to time and whatnot. But Closure, Clo- Closure is the latest album, was released on uh, this month or last month. July, last month, 23rd of July last month. So I haven't listened to that yet, but it's been getting me so amped. And before I listened to the show, I listened to two songs. I listened to Toxic and I listened to uh, New Addiction. Just, I don't know if you can hear this. Let me know if you... Not really. No. Can't hear shit. Oh man, what a song. Um, it's been getting me amped all week. So I've been looking, uh, checking out a lot of Attila. Um, I don't know if we discussed, discussed this on the last show is, um, wage war came up with a new song, high hopes, gave it a couple of spins. It's, it sounds cool. Very catchy, very wage war. Nothing can ever really top low though. Low was the, one of the best, um, wage war songs ever. I mean, I think we even discussed this last week or the week before. Must have, but I can't remember anything now. Yeah. Um, saw a couple of cool live clips. Corey Wong's got a new project when he has a whole brass section. Um, that was super fun to listen to and to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? Um, Jason Ling in uh, Germany, that mate of mine. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's, he's in a, he's in an outfit called uh, JP Sun, which is like, you know, that hipster folky stuff they they've been on tour in europe they've been to like uh, last week they played 11 shows they went from germany to france to spain this weekend they're going to switzerland to play a couple of shows and um yeah dude like they wow that's awesome dude he keeps every, every every time that they're at a, at a different venue, he sends me pictures and they do the weirdest thing. So he why don't me, you get him on the show? Why don't we talk about it? Let's get him yeah, on next we might, week. We'll, we'll get him. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. That's good. Let's be go. Right. Let's but go like, next week. Let's do it. He sent me um, a, a picture of um, an outdoor festival that they played. They opened up for this other band. So it was just the two of them. There was shit. I can't, I can't remember the amount of people, mm-hmm. but they, they segmented the seating area that there was like a bench and then a rope surrounding the area of the bench and only five people allowed in each cluster of benches. And that was like the whole area that they were playing to. Like so social it, it distance like, vibe. Yeah. It was like a full on social distance kind of show. And he said it was like, great. And then the last show that they played, it was a free open air show, but they did a hat pass around. They got 800 euros from the hat passing around. And wow. it was like, you know, it wasn't that many people there, but they got like 800 euros. It says you do that in South Africa, you get like 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> last time they passed the hat around was at the last church I attended. Um, Black Dahlia is my exercise music of choice. That's a great choice of exercise music. That is an amazing choice of exercise music. I was very fortunate to see them live in March last year at uh, Ramfest. Um, I played that show with my boys in the old system. Um, mm-hmm. That was the beginning of the virus. We're not going to say it because I think we get a little bit of unlikes and less views because of the virus, if we mention it <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I've only ever worked out. On the other hand, like Bruce Dickinson much. and Jonathan Davis, Iron Maiden and Korn, both cancer tour- tours because they're both virus uh they, they both got the okay 
yeah. sucks. I I only um I only uh, worked out for two months before many years ago when I got a gym contract. So normal thing is the first two months you use the gym contract and you never go again. <laughs> um, I did that, waste a lot of money, but my workout music was Fear Factory. Yeah, you can imagine Fear Factory. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. for sure. Ill system open field um ill factory as well. <laughs> Fear factory. <laughs> they, yeah. I got to meet them. I got yeah, to meet yeah, them. you did. Uh, you, I mean, listen, we, you've told the story on the show. Remember, yeah. I mean, when we first, when we first um, started, um, when you first started as the producer, it was it was a, a, a amazing story because you you were yeah. doing um, sound taking well, for for ill system right before I was yeah because like uh, like ramon knows that i that i love fear factory so and i said and he said like dude be my drum tech so i was his drum tech for the night and so i got it for free and then and more than just doing the drum tech i, I decided to stay on stage with uh, uh golden circle which was doing the sound because ian was also ian watson was doing this like the backstage area so I was helping backstage. So I'm I'm watching Fear Factory playing from the back of the stage, and I'm I'm watching it from the back. And then they played a couple of songs that I wanted. So I would go to the front, sing and cry, and then come oh. back, <laughs> sing and, then, and cry. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, I was because like I like um I told you this before, but people might yeah. not know. I did a um an illustration of the manufacturer's album cover on a drumhead with the South African flag. Okay and like you know the dates and the place and i would give it to and i gave it to, i put it in i gave it to the tour manager to give to them but i was like i want to go meet them i want to say hi and they were doing the you know pay to greet thing so you pay mm -hmm. like money to go and shake hands and take pictures and stuff so the last of them went went out and then i asked the tour manager says can i go in now and he goes like yeah, you can go and just be quick. So then I walk in and go like, hey guys. And then Dino was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then <laughs> I like, him again. Um, sorry, but I'm the guy that drew the drumhead for you guys. Just wanted to say hi. And then, and then like, uh, um, Burton was like, oh, so you, you, oh, that's cool, man. Come and then, like, we shook hands and stuff. Awesome. We had a picture taken. And then on the way out, I bumped Dino over because he was in crutches and foot in the cast, uh, made him fall on the ground. Like, oh, fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that part. I forgot that you actually knocked him over. I knocked him over. <laughs> he's an Ormsby, he's an Ormsby uh, musician now, right? Isn't he? I believe so. Check oh. you later, Cameron. You're a legend. Thank you yeah. so much for joining. We'll see you next time, man. Awesome. I, I think he's, I think he is, but uh, yeah. It was just super funny and I've got the picture somewhere. Uh, it's too hard for me to find now. I'll be like smiling like a fucking six year old. It was awesome. Nah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine. I mean, I haven't had that kind of experience um, with any artist, with no one. And in fact, no, I've never met anybody that's been like, <gasps> you know, um, the closest I got was when Jonah Lomu scored a try in front of us against in front of me, like literally he was in front mm -hmm. of me um, at Newlands against England in the 1995 World Cup. That was like a wow moment for me. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very low. I'm short in wow moments, bro. I need to get some more wow moments in my life in terms of that that stuff. But I've got um, quite a few of them. I've got quite a few of them. The whole of NXS. They wanted me to go with them on the rest of the South African tour. 
Simon Phillips, a drummer of Toto at the time, I met him. I was helping his drum tech. I met Gloria Estefan's son on stage. Wow, Gloria back. Estefan. The yeah, take me back. I, was, I worked on, the, like when Gloria Estefan played in, in South Africa, it was like 97. Fuck, what was her tune? What was that crew? signature tune that she used to sing? She was on the 95 Grammys. Um, yeah. Um, the one Grammys album. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. Apologize. Nah. It's these bloody De Puss beers. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and listen, once again, just need to remind everybody, we, we, I'm not just being an asshole and swearing like a, like a chump. Um, there we go. Thank you. Um, see, I've lost my, oh, Gloria Estefan. Um, I bought the 1995 Grammy record. It had Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. It had Luther oh. Vandross. Um, what was that song that I used? Um. Love the one you're with. Um, then it had Alanis Morissette. Uh, it had Gloria Estefan. It had TLC. Um, a couple of, I think it had, uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 it was a country artist. Don't you want to Google your side with the 1995 Grammy album playlist okay. was? And, and obviously Celine Dion was one of them as well. And I used to, I used to pump that album, bro. I used to pump it, pump it. But anyway, yeah, dude, uh, celebrity sightings and uh, wow moments of your favorite artists and stuff. But my my wow moment moments have come when I see them play live and stuff. Like I've seen a lot of bands where I'm like, holy shit, is this happening? Um. Okay. The the stuff that Sonia is. Um, Tony Braxton was another one. Are you, are you sure it was 1995? Oh, no, this is, no, this yeah, is just the nominees. Fuck it. Yes, That's nominees. The, That's the one. You're, the nominees or the winners? Whatever album. They, they used to put out an album every year. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find you. Because there's Boys to Men. Yes. Ma yes. Mary Shepin, Carpenter, Cheryl Crow, Bonnie Raitt. That's yes. The one you're taking off. That's Springsteen, the country star. Michael Bolton, Elton that's John, it. Seal. Luther Van Seal, that's it. Kiss from a rose. No, it's prayer for the dying, it says here. Ah, uh, uh. <laughs> well, maybe Mariah it was a Carey, couple of years. Celine Dion, Bonnie Raitt, Barbara Streisand, but I don't see uh, Gloria Estefan yet. Don't you see Coolio? No. Then it's not the right year. It's not the right year. Or 90, it must be 95 or 96. Let me check out 96. Yeah, but dude, like uh, uh, Gloria Stefan played in South Africa and I was part of the crew that like the local crew and I was working while the show was happening as the cable guy <laughs> for the one <laughs> cameraman. So I had to like feed him the cable and roll it up yeah. as he was coming close and I was hiding behind a speaker. And as I'm doing that, this dude comes up to me and goes like, ah, she's, uh, no, she's doing pretty good, eh? So I'm like, I'm holding back all my comments about how hot, how more hot she looks than I thought she was. And I was like, yeah, she's doing rad and stuff. And then the next song, he comes up on stage. It was your fucking son. It was her son that he was talking to me about her. And I nearly was cheating oh, her wow. that she was like. <laughs> oh, wow. So I, yeah. That That's funny. amazing. That's almost okay. like a duh moment. Yeah. Okay. 96. Mariah Carey and Boys to Men collab. There's Coolio Gangsters Paradise. There we go. That's the one. 
Joan Osborne, Seal, Kiss from a Rose. There we TLC, go. See All for One, Michael Jackson, Lars Morissette. Brandy, there we go. That's the one I mentioned. Booty and the Blow Jobs. There we go. And let it go when the tears fall down on me. Let him stay. <laughs> oh, what a great track. Yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish, do you remember? A Jewel, I think, was maybe on it as well. I don't know. Um, uh, let, good times. Let her cry from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, but that's what I was just singing. Let her yeah. cry let when her the tears cry. fall down on me. Fuck that uh, anyway, listen, listen, stop making a fool out of myself. There's not much <laughs> sports um, in the in the in the in the news, but let's hit There's the sports update. Let's go. Yay, sports. I actually lied to you. I do have sports updates, but let's start with you. Dude, uh, I know you, you haven't been following much, but uh, MotoGP is back from Brad Binder. break. Brad Binder doing... What a bloody Binder. He had a bloody blunder. Amazing thing in the last four laps where it starts raining and he's in the top five running for the last four laps and then the first four guys go in to change the wits he stays out on slicks, slicks. and ends up winning by 13 seconds gets a three second penalty for for track violations and he still finishes first what boom. a fucking legend boom that was awesome number 33 support your boy if you're from sa because yeah, he's doing well miguel Oliveira, the portuguese rider and, and his uh, um, teammate he didn't finish the race, uh, but that's because he injured his hand on Friday. Okay. Like, um, on Friday, he fell, he injured his hand. He couldn't, it was his throttle hand as well. Um, in qualifying, he did really good in Q1 and he got, he went into Q2, yeah. but then he couldn't really do much from that. And then uh, on the race, he pulled out, but his, yeah, he hurt his hand and he's actually been doing really well and uh, it's really good to see a portuguese guy but the cool thing is ktm has got a portuguese and a south african rider she's you and so your element eh? yeah yeah I'm, of course i'm like ktm all the it's way Portuguese <laughs> and shade afrikaans yeah amazing that was rad no it, that's it, that did you that check the end i did not i don't follow G uh, moto gp i will i will now because now we've got a south african brother um you know doing it for the yeah, boys it's, it's it's rare that he's up in the front or winning a race i mean he's, this is his second race that he's won and this is his second season hey listen he's it's, um, he, he's been in the headlines i know exactly who he is i know his yeah. number i know he's with ktm listen yeah. he's not he's i'm a casual consider me a massive casual i know exactly who brad binder is so yeah, uh yeah, that's cool and that should be uh, that's the way it should be but it's yeah like, so uh, don't worry his name is out there because if i i, I mean as a casual i know who he is so i'm sure yeah. many many other people out there know exactly where uh, who he is and if he wins a couple more he it's gonna be you know his 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 profile will will largely expand yeah i mean like motor gp is is rad it really is but there's a new rookie in there called jorge martin that he's actually been surprising everyone and he's won like he's gotten pole twice already mm -hmm. in a row he's won i think two races i think and he's a rookie 
and he's he's racing for uh, I like the way you called him Jorge instead of George yeah, Ducati a Premac Ducati which is not the the factory team because there's Ducati and there's Premac Ducati so it's like it's the same as Red Bull and well and, it's same uh, as um, Mercedes and Williams yeah but like this this uh, um, customer team of Ducati has got this rookie in that is actually challenging for wins and like he's just come up now and it's actually really cool to see this young guy <clears throat> challenging and doing really hectic but i must say since uh mark marquez has come back he's actually been every race and he's i reckon it's going to be not next if not next week the week after that he'll start winning again and it's like, it'll actually be really cool to see that but the cool thing about it is that in the past couple of seasons with Marquez, he would win almost every race. He was like Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But the last season, he didn't race because he broke his arm. And this season, because now there's Quattararo and Jorge Martin that are as good, now it's going to be exciting to see. Now you're going to watch who's going to win this race. When with Formula One before, you go like, okay, Hamilton's going to win this race. Who's going to, let's watch the midfield and see who beats them. You know, that's where you watch the action for. But yeah. now, and that's the cool thing about MotoGP is that for casual viewers, there's excitement because you don't know who's actually going to win. But Go on, you know, man, that's... that was a great promo. That was great. It get, that gets me excited on MotoGP, dude, 100%. Yeah. So let yeah. me know next the next race. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to keep in uh, up to date with 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 a lot of sports at the moment. I mean, from from for mine, don't know if you noticed. Uh, what's that? Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Did they win? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I've I've got myself a bunch of uh, basketball gear for the next season. Um, they've been playing the NBA Summer League, the opening game, and the Christmas Day games. That's that's the basically the launch and the the high point of the NBA season is your opening weekend. And your Christmas Day matches. Because everybody's at home, they're watching the Christmas matches. And guess what? My team and my boys are on both. Mavericks against the Atlanta Hawks. Trey versus Luca, And then on the uh, Christmas Day, it's going to be Mavs versus the Jazz. It's going to be Luca versus the reigning MVP in Nikola Jokic. So, I mean... They've basically structured the schedule around Luca, LeBron, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook now at the Lakers. Uh, it's it's crazy. Let me tell you a funny story quickly. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna cut that whole NBA stuff short because it's just news. That's all it yeah. is. It's news. But how is this? I don't know if we discussed this on the last episode, but 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 German basketball player Dennis Schroeder he won a um NBA championship with LeBron James and the Lakers LeBron AD and the guys in the Lakers and he didn't accept a 84 million uh, dollar rand (laughs) come on now um an 84 million dollar five-year extension with the Lakers which what they offered him in the middle of the season and he held off and what he ended up with was a one-year 5.9 million contract how's that he missed out on 
$79 million just by trying to force his hand. How would you feel if you lost $79 million? Well, just by buying this property, I feel like I have. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. Other news in, in, in the sports world, Conor McGregor needs to delete Twitter. He needs to delete Twitter. He has been going at Daniel Cormier well-respected commentator former double champion michael bisping an absolute legacy of uh, of no other mm-hmm. and a completely unique story a legend in the sport respected by all and he's going after everybody and he's not winning any of the battles because why he has not won he needs to delete twitter and needs to 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 maybe just carry on with business because it seems as though the fight game's got to him a bit and, and he's going off the rails a bit. You you haven't seen any of this stuff, right? No, I, yeah. I, I just called up an article about it. The one tweet yeah. that pops up now is the only legacy I give a fuck about is the legacy 5,000. 5,000 my mother travels on. Yeah, around on. yeah 100%. <clears throat> and um, it's, it's crazy because he's really stooping to new lows. I mean, we all know that he's hit dudes in the old, freaking pensioners in the pub we know that he's throwing dollies through bus windows and stuff and and the the crazy thing is you know what nobody reported that after his last fight because we told i told you about this when he started going hey baby to the other uh dustin poirier's wife uh after he'd just broken his ankle he's like you're in my dms i'll see you at the after party baby blah 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 he lost eight million subscribers on uh instagram after that eh? because i actually i was like i checked him on the front uh, the the weekend before and i was like i wonder how many followers this guy's got he's got 49 point something million and then i checked again like two weeks later and he's dropped by like eight million so that's a lot of people going hey listen it's time to you know forget about this guy but hey listen kamara usman said uh, um responded back to him and I was he's throwing in his five cents as well well Kamara's got some leg to stand on because oh well, ah excuse the pun <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, that's funny uh Kamara's got some leg literally leg to stand on because he's a winner and he's winning and he's the reigning defending welterweight champion listen Kamara would absolutely murder McGregor let's be honest but uh yeah listen we can talk about all that stuff going uh, uh closer to the time there's some big fights happening this weekend we got cannonier versus gastelum but what what you saying what you saying usman's tweet to to mcgregor is great let's hear it spark who you must be talking about that pipe you've been smoking unlike you i'm gonna talk shit. i'll tag you now oh uh, yes if i'm I gonna talk shit, i'll Oren tag you yeah and khabib or diaz to finish you again yeah, well, you know what the crazy thing is, is, is he he writes these tweets, and then he deletes it. Also, on, on another note, bro, why is Twitter not as huge in South Africa? Or why have we not caught on? Because Twitter is is the butthole of social media, bro. I really? Think, yeah, it, it is seems the like absolute... the most the biggest form of social media everywhere in the entertainment world. Yeah, it is because uh, I don't. It's. I think it's just so what are we trying to do here? No, I'm just checking. 
I think it's it's like a cultural thing. South Africans like to, you know, converse and interact. Twitter is like limiting. It's like you know, 140 characters and boom. Yeah, it, or whatever it is now. But Twitter's never really been that big. And I've been on Twitter a few times before. Twitter's huge in the States and the UK. It's just not here. It's just not it's crazy. I mean, I got, I got into it's more crazy. arguments on Twitter with people from the US than I ever even communicated with anyone on Twitter from South Africa. But you look at the like, celebs in South Africa, they're using Twitter. Yeah, because, you know, celebs, they want to be the same as the Americans, except the celebs. Yeah, here it's shit. like a copycat kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like, speaking Crazy. of celebs, yeah, dude, the fucking actors are the worst. You watch like. You watch like actors on TV, like soap operas or movies and stuff. It it looks like they're doing theater acting. It's just so bad, so bad. Ooh. Sounds like you're raging. Sounds like you're raging. Oh shit! Oh shit! Is that so, where it is now? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. It sounds like you're raging. So tell me what's raging you this week, brother. This is outrageous. God damn, I hate it. Yeah. I mean, I saw you. I saw you. Uh, you started building up with like, ah, it, you know, it's. The actors no, okay. in this mess. Let's go. I'm, What's going? I'm going to keep with that run. I'm going to keep okay. with that run. You watch. You watch like uh, South African productions on TV or in movies and stuff. It just always feels like it was. They just grabbed a bunch of people off the theater stage to act in a movie, and it just doesn't feel right. And it's and like the way they, the way we come across on screen or on TV with acting, it just sounds wrong. And there's very few people out of South Africa that's actually, you know, can act like, mm -hmm. you know, and when I mean acting, like you can't tell that they're acting because acting is, you don't act if you're going to act. You react. I've got a counter argument to that. What's that? Give it to me now. Okay. Give it to me now. Um, Give it to me now. The, the, the one counter argument I have to that is, okay. Acting is acting. Yes. I understand that you get the absolute craftsmen who, who are, the Robert De Niro's, the Al Pacino's, the uh, uh, DiCaprio's, the Affleck's, the Reynolds, all those dudes, they they, they all know how to act. Um, I mean, obviously the list goes on, um, but I think a major issue in today's times is that cameras are so clear in HD, 4K, that it's hard to actually get away with set dressing and and costumes and acting because it the, the cameras are so clear they are so it's i mean i remember the first time i saw i saw a, a tv show in 4k i'm like wow i'd rather watch this in 720 because it it takes you it's less immersive you know what i mean you can see yeah. You can see yeah, the no, but, stairs behind her are fake. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think that contributes to acting. I think it, that would be the frame rate. If you're watching like at 4K and it's 60 frames a second, it'll be like standing in front of someone and everyone's going to look bad. The first mo movie that brought that to me was Inception. I was like, wow, this is, a, this is crazy. Yeah, Inception. Yeah, that, was, that was cool. But dude, check it. The, the, thing, the thing that most actors forget is that there's other stuff that influences your performance when you are on a TV or on a silver screen or in a movie mm -hmm. or whatever. You don't have to act 
like if you are if you act too much it's like slightly too much you're way overacting because there's this there's this great sweet spot there, yeah but there's there's this great thing that was actually on Q that mm -hmm. TV that that show where they spoke about the <clears throat> the importance of editing and music in a movie and then like um they like one of the guests he just did like one face he just did like one face he was just like just looking at in the distance and the music made you think that he is experiencing something in a different emotion like like he would be like standing there would be like something horrific that's coming or something that's really amusing or like if he's being mm -hmm. pensive or happy or depressive and he's not changing his face it's it's everything else that's affecting how you interpret what this person is doing on the screen and he's not acting at all so that's the thing like when you're watching a movie and you see like really good actors and then they're listening to someone they're listening they're like they're like this they're like not moving but south africans they go like you know like they do this kind of thing or like they stand back you know they so it's the idiosyncrasies of a culture then it's of... theater acting when you're on okay. when you're on the stage you have to show the emotion so you over exaggerate so when you chuck in south africa which has got a really huge theater um industry and then they go into movies they have to change the way how they act completely for tv or for movies and they don't really do that because the people directing also came from theater so when you watch stuff from south africa it just looks like a theater production and it looks shit. and it's just because they don't know how to act for the tv because like there's the editing that helps there's the cuts there's the music and then there's also the visual like whatever tone the director puts in there makes your acting stand out in a certain way okay like okay and now scene, I, yeah so it's the whole you can take a scene production part of it it's like yeah. it might be silent what we our our dialogue might be silent but you got to understand that there's going to be there's other shit ad additional features that that will accentuate the the message exactly. that is being trying to be portrayed exactly. i got you bro i got you i love that and you know what that's uh, that's amazing because as soon as we we need to start doing some videos like some cool <laughs> videos bro yeah some sketches and stuff listen i mean i've done it updated the the um the bio i i feel like you're a laugh a minute bro and uh we 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 are now a comedy podcast we get to poke a little bit more fun so you know and we've had nothing but fun this episode but mm. i still need to pick a number yes okay what is it i'm gonna pick number 52 52 okay cool <clears throat> on the outrageous a... list this this is this Outrageous. is a big one, dude. This is a big okay. one. Passengers with their feet on the dashboard. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. I can't fucking stand that. Haven't that you is... seen that video? Haven't you seen that video of that girl? There's a viral video that went around where a girl fell asleep with her feet up on the dashboard and it literally like snapped her heart in half. Dude, there's lots of that. There's lots of that. There's chicks that it's so dangerous chicks. it's just not the done thing at all it's it's mostly chicks unfortunately that do that i don't know why they want to put their feet on the dashboard mm -hmm. but it's like they it don't understand that if you hit something your knees are going to you're going to fold like a lawn chair listen fucking, listen that's insane. common sense brother i mean it's not a big one for me that's common sense 
Yeah, but the, I see that. I mean, like when I was in traffic. <laughs> yeah, before, I mean, listen, it's been 18 months maybe since you yeah. wrote that list. Eh? <laughs> before the virus. Yeah. Before the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I would see that all the time. It would be like a dude driving with his sunglasses on for no reason whatsoever because he's on the shade of the mountain. So why does he have his sunglasses on? To look cool. And his chick is on the phone with the feet. No, a little bit. I mean, I wear sunglasses to block out the sun, son. Yeah, but not when there's no sun. I mean, do you rock the sunglasses in, indoors? No. Yeah, exactly. I may, I may one day for an episode just for fun. Maybe yeah, episode yeah. 100. The sunglasses at night parties. Uh, at, uh, Anton Marshall used to have sunglasses at night parties. We would like uh, DJ. At Shout out party. Erica. Everyone had to go with sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, I love that, was, that dude. That I mean, I really, I've thought about it a thousand times. I'm like, the amount of times I was like, I just don't want anybody to see my eyes. Um, yeah. So I, I might. Can't do sunglasses. I might. I can't Listen, do we got because I lose them all the time. It's the we only gotta, thing I ever it, lose is my fucking sunglasses. Well, get cheap ones, bro. What I do I is I find a great one, a great like pair, <laughs> and I buy like three or four of them at a time. Uh, uh, and then I just I pack the three in the way. And if I lose one, I just take one. That's 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 my style, baby. That's how I do things around here. But um, Dude, with the feet on the dashboard thing, there was like at work, we have this thing, like when we have meetings, we have a thing called a safety moment where you start off, the meeting and then there's someone it's like a toolbox talk like a minute you know like a, a safety thing i had to do one and i did it on feet on the dashboard and i got like pretty aggro with it because like i showed examples of what could happen yeah you know and then the one chick is she's there she goes okay i guess i won't be doing that anymore guilty she, always, she goes like <laughs> the, my, my favorite thing is going to like hermanas with my boyfriend in summer and having my feet on the dashboard and the windows open and just enjoying life i'm like oh really here's a picture you want to do that now yeah no 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 you you just <sighs> had to be that guy and just show all the visual visuals i have to, i just have to be that i just have to be that guy yeah <laughs> yo no, no, that's that's definitely one that I don't appreciate. I, I mean, listen, safe driving is all good. If you've got um, people with their tootsies up on the on the dashboard, I'm not a big fan of that. It used to happen to me all the time, and I just lay down the law and I said, listen, you're going to ride in my car, you're going to strap the fuck up, and we're going to ride, and we're going to have a fun ride. Choose the, all the music you want. Just don't put your feet up on my fucking dashboard, or else we're going to have a problem. Yeah, I've done that twice as well. Yeah. So, no, 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 I feel you, bro. And and that's responsible shit. So I um, commend you. But, um, dude, episode 100 next week. What are we going to do? We'll have to make some calls with some people. We're going to have to make we'll some make calls with some people. We're going to have to chat some some folks. we got some... Uh, we got some, some explaining to do. It's going to be a fun episode, dude. I'm excited. Episode 99. When did, what episode did you come on, on board? I will tell you now. 73, I think it was. I'll tell you right now. Hang on a second here. No, wrong place. Yeah. It's cool. Great podcasting. Lots of dead no, air. I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm the absolute best. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just uh, kidding. I'll tell you now. It was... Also, people must be going, what are you doing with that cable, Garrett? Just stop. So, 74. Episode 74. 74. Here we go. Episode 100 coming to, coming to you next week. Listen, we've got to decide whether we're going to do a big, fun, 
epic extravaganza of an episode um or whether we're gonna save it for when you and i both have had that second jab i don't want to you know my thing is i just don't want to fuck it up i just don't want to be like oh all of a sudden i've got two days to go till i've got to go get my second jab which is in exactly a week's time and you know it just it's just a stupid idea as far as i'm concerned so let's let's chat about it i think we can still put on a killer episode remotely but we're just gonna have to uh talk about the mechanics and the semantics yeah for sure i reckon i reckon yeah let's let's chat about it but we'll we'll plan something whether it's uh next week or in a couple weeks time yeah something will happen for sure and for the listeners if you want an instant buzz drink the puss (laughs) seriously bro because this shit put me on my ass for after one beer drink the puss that's it (laughs) on that note this is papa g's house from myself and art this has been a fun episode taking the piss having a good time um episode 100 next week i can't wait it's gonna be great Thanks uh, for tuning in. It's going to be a fun future because once you hit 100, you can't stop. eh? Quitters never win. But in saying that, from myself and Art, this is Papa G's House, episode 99. We'll see you next week. Until then, we say peace. That's where we're going.